Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 8, the Amplified Bible. The Bible says, therefore it is said, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive. The Bible says he led a train of vanquished foes. Bible says, and he bestowed gifts on men. He what? Bestowed gifts on men. Next verse. The Bible says, now that he ascended, what is that? That he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He who descended is the very same as he who also ascended high above all the heavens, and that he, his presence, might fill all things, the whole universe, from the lowest to the highest. Next verse. And his gifts were, the Bible says, varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us. Some to be apostles, special messengers, some prophets, inspired preachers and expounders. I don't know why people don't understand this. I don't know whether people don't understand that the true spirit of prophets entirely functions deeply more either in a preaching or expounding. Today, men were divine as a prophet. The Bible says some evangelists, preachers of the gospel, traveling missionaries, some pastors, shepherds of his flock, and what? Teachers. Next verse. His intention. I want you to open your eyes to this. His intention was the perfecting and full equipping of the saints. His consecrated people. That was his intention. The perfecting and equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up Christ's body, the church. Am I making some sense here? So, everybody is given whatever they are given for one good intention. To equip the saints for the work of ministering toward building up Christ's body, the church. Next verse. The Bible says that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God. The Bible says that we might arrive at really mature manhood the completeness of personality that is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and the completeness found in him. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ and the what? The completeness found in him. So then, we may no longer be children tossed like ships to and fro between the chance gusts of teaching and wavering with every changing of wind of doctrine. The prey of the cunning and cleverness of unscrupulous men. 
gamblers engaged in every shifting form of trickery in inventing errors to mislead. Rather, let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love. Let us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head, even Christ the Messiah, the anointed one. For because of him, the whole body, which is the church and all its various parts, closely joined and firmly knit together by the joints and ligaments with which it is supplied, each part with power adopted to its need is working properly in all its functions, grows to full maturity, building itself up in love. Can you believe God's mandate for the prophet, the pastor, the apostle, the bishop, the evangelist, the minister, whoever they are, is to perfect you for the work of ministry, that you will get to the fullness of the stature, the full measure, Anything complete in God, that you might find a certain place in God where you are complete as Christ. Are you hearing me? And he speaks of all forms and perfectness of knowledge to attain these things in your life. That means it's very possible for a man to get to the fullness of the measure and the stature of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The complete him inside you. Say amen. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Why aren't we being taught these things? And I thank Jesus because he says, take heed of my yoke, for it is light. Are you hearing me? Jesus has not intended to have a heavier burden on men. The consequence of the burdens on the church of Christ is out of a place of ignorance of who they are. Of who they are. One time I was studying a scripture in the book of Revelation. He spoke of the church in Theatera, how they attained the woman Jezebel and blah, 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 blah. And you know, in one of those lines while I'm reading, I stumble on a line that says, but for you that have not intended eh, or purpose to know the depths of Satan, I shall not put a burden on you. And that's when the Spirit of the Lord told me, there's some men who have intended to just know the depth of Satan, as in how deep is the devil. Do you understand where I'm coming from? I have a blue book. It was the first notebook I ever wrote in my life. Okay? My first time of conversion. A group of people visited us somewhere in Kawempe, in the church. And they had come to teach us about what is bounding us. They taught us every demon in the world. If your shirt burns, it's a demon of poverty. If you lose money, it's a demon of poverty. And I can remember all the people who attended those conferences, up to today, they are still poor. But they used to fall, eh? so don't get me wrong. So me, that was the only direction I knew about ministry. And because I was anointed early, I, I, I also made people vomit things. <laughs> you understand, Brother But there was not too much change in their lives. So I realized the anointing is wonderful if it is used lawfully. But I was too young to understand that a man can even dissipate the spirit but still function in a gifting enough to be validated as an anointed. And so I had the qualifications to say this guy is anointed because I had 
made a few blame guys walk, a few broken bones, eh? a few cancers had healed, and so people knew me in a certain respect. You understand? So I'm also entering the Christian faith, and I'm learning the depths of Satan. I can look at something and I know hey, that is a spirit of... Eh? I knew how to identify spirits in their classes and forms. Because that was the level I understood God. But I could not articulate one mystery. But I was anointed. So I know that big. You understand? I know the delusion of functioning under a gift or without the maturity thereof. Hallelujah. And then you meet a perfect man and he has too much to say. <laughs> and at the excitement of your little child moods and play games, he tells you, don't be excited that the demons obey you. <laughs> yeah. I said, now what should excite me? I mean, ah, don't be too excited that demons obey your voice. But rather be excited. That what? Your name is written in the book of life. And to approve the worker that accurately divides the word of truth. Christians have refused to pay the price of knowledge. They are paying the price of deliverance, ignorantly. I'm not saying that you can't be prayed for. I'm only saying, how long are they going to pray for you? How long are you going to continue casting and breaking and casting and breaking and casting and breaking? And the man of glory, same man that resides in the inside of you, gets in a boat and he doesn't worry whether somebody sent witchcraft. He just sleeps. Gachimani, that he can't drown. Same spirit. You're losing appetite. You're checking the door. You're checking. Shakalala. You break. You break. You break. You break. In the name of Jesus. Blood. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Blood. 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 In the name of Jesus. Break. You see Christians making two hours. They are putting. Approach your grandmother's demon. Approach your grandfather's demon. Approach your great-grandfather's demon. People are approaching and approaching and approaching and approaching. And while they are approaching, some of us are somewhere. We're just rababasha la kala sheteleba rabase mama kalabala kaste shobrobo sile. And it's working, baby! <laughs> so I had a certain form of understanding. Until I found the man perfect in glory. And I started to study his imitations. And I started to realize those things that seemed appealing to a spiritual man were actually carnal sense of a boy who is just excited by the few vanities that accompany the ministry of the spirit. I saw you under a tree. Oh, Jesus. You were serious. You saw me under a tree. If that excites you. I mean, you see the level. <laughs> if it excites you that I saw you under a tree, then uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's why at the end he says, "For there are many things I want to tell you, but you're unable to bear, as in they are too heavy for you to understand." But he says, "But if the counselor comes, the Bible says he shall teach you all things and remind you that which you have forgotten." Hallelujah! So he said to want to understand what is this thing about this man that is different from the way some of us were raised. How can a Christian spend 30 years casting things off? 
Wala haba loko lenga wa gobi ya mizimu. Wala haba loko lenga wa gobi ya doga. Haba loko lenga wa gobi ya ebikuwa. Haba loko lenga wa gobi ya ebitega. Haba loko lenga wa gobi ya mandwa. But the things come back. I don't really understand what I'm trying to tell you. Have you ever gotten tired of casting out those things that could have gotten on you? See my other generational things that were from your auntie, which were to refuse you to get married and you break and break and break until you're growing older, but you're still breaking. I'm saying, God, that's not my portion. I said, but when will the Christian ever walk really free? I mean, really free. When will a Christian ever wake up in the morning and they can get what they want? When they want to get it. It's called the liberties of access. You get what you want. When you want to get it. I'm not saying tomorrow. No. When do you want it? Now faith. Now faith. Is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it. The elders obtained a good report. Now faith. No now faith. Uh -uh. Now faith is. So I tell people, people bite each other. Up to now, I still do. But you chase demons and you're sure they're gone. Okay. And the next day, the person is still poor, they're still broke, they're still beggarly, they're still sick, they're still wanting, they're still struggling, everything about them. And you realize they're not living a certain life. They are pretending they have kept up a certain face of men who are walking free. But mama, assistants holding no water. Crowds that cannot deliver rain. And you get in the life of a Christian. They are not even walking by faith. No, they are walking by deception. I'm waiting upon the Lord. In due time, he shall what? You remember that portion of scripture? Where they used to tell us, stand still and know that he is God. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see what? Why? Because they got to a point where Pharaoh was behind them. Huh? And then the waters were. So they needed a what? A way. They said it's quick. The Bible says, and Moses said unto the people, and he says, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show you today. For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them no more again. And then men are saying, amen, amen, amen. Isn't it? If you find a more dramatic, you would sound like, and Moses said, and to the people, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For he will show you today. I say he will show you. For the Egyptians whom you see, you shall see me no more again. Read the Bible. Next verse. And the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. So Christians are standing still. Poverty is coming. She's standing still. Everything is not happening right. She's what? Standing still. Waiting for the salvation of the Lord. Verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses. Who told the children of Israel? Moses. The Lord said unto Moses. Why criest thou unto me? 
Speak unto the children of God to go forward. What are you saying? You're telling them to stand and they die? Tell them to go forward in the storm. Wake up in the morning dressed like you're going to work. Even if you don't have a job. Wake up in the morning even if you don't have a man. Wake up in the morning. Come on somebody. Go forward. They even sang songs. Yes. This is the mystery that was hid from the ages past and now reveals Christ in me. They're still waiting on Jesus. Ah, you see him at the second coming. You see, they didn't understand the mystery of godliness. The man has healed the sick. He has cast out devils. And they still have the audacity to tell him, plainly show us the Father. He told them, but not. If you see me, you have seen the Father. Are you hearing me? If you have seen what? You've seen the Father. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Now, if you're at the level where you still wait for Jesus to appear, you have a problem. Why? He's in you. I'm not going to know Yesu. Jagala Mulabe. Oh, Yesu Ange. And they're singing, and I'm saying, Banange. Tamunda Banange. Have a local What's your name? <laughs> How can you look for who is in you? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So there are still Christians up to now who are trying to what? Bamunonya and they are still. They are waiting for the salvation of the Lord. Just move forward. Child of God, move forward. But which spirit got into a man and he preached that line and he called it revelation? Tell your neighbor, grow up in God. Tell him, grow up in God. First Corinthians. Chapter 9. Give me the Amplified. He says, but now on the contrary, as the scripture says, eh, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of a man, all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready. If it is food, eh, it is warm. He's just waiting for you to eat. He's not waiting for you to go to a prayer mountain. Uh -uh. It is ready. You just have to get inside this thing. But they've refused it. They've gone to prepare their own. Mokama, Amafuta, Shokololo, Shokololo, Shokololo. And somehow, there's this correlation between some people who tend to pray a lot and powerless. It's just funny. You get it? That's not the life of a Christian. A Christian must be as anointed as Christ is. Your prayer life, listen, you know, there are two places of prayer. There's a place of prayer that is in the labors. Okay? The end result of the manifestation of the works of God upon your life. That in any case, or all cases, is actually labors. You understand? The prayer at the Garden of Gethsemane was not a communion prayer. It was a prayer of labors. That it might be fulfilled the sweat 
coming out of his brow and the whole body. Because there was a place of agony. You get what I'm trying to tell you? But there's a life of prayer that is communion, totally. You're not going with a need. I don't know you understand. There is no labor in that. You see, for God to use you to minister to men, he must first teach you to minister to him. And the Bible says, and as they minister to the Lord in prayer and in fasting, the Spirit says. What happens when the man ministers to God? The Spirit says. When a man ministers unto the Lord, the Spirit what? Says. That's one level, okay? Whether you want it or not, that prayer of communion will always cause God to speak. And you'll come out with a very clear place of speaking. And I got so disturbed when men started to hear in the labors. You see, the place of the labors is God hearing man. Not the other way around. So when he finds a man, he says, oh, don't worry. She's sleeping. When he gets to the lines of the labors, it has nothing to do with him saying, and then I had a voice telling me, lay a hand. He just says, a little girl, wake up. He's in the labors. He's in the labors. The place of labors is just a very clear place of execution. Not trying to call up God. But some people in those realms, they pray the most. Mokama, Yesu. And then this guy, <laughs> he was in communion. <laughs> and he just comes out, gets to a tomb. Lazarus, what up, man? How you doing? You didn't tell me what's up while I What's up? What you? Lazarus comes out, man. Sorry. I've been on Twitter. <laughs> See? Come forth. Lazarus just comes. Simple. Simple. Legion, see him from afar. What do you want with us? No, it's not that, that it's not yet our time. Simple. You understand, friend? But our ministers can't even understand anything heavenly. They've just known the depth of the devil. I went to the enemy's camp. And I took back what he stole from me. And I. <laughs> While they're singing those good things for us, we are. I went to the heavenly places and I read the book of remembrance and I read the book of purchase and I saw Angel Michael. What watch take a day? For them, they just know the depth of the devil. Even when they are preaching, you hear them. They open their eyes. Tell your neighbor that's not my message. It's, it's not my message. Whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are noble, whatever things are of virtue, if they have any good thing in them. Whatever things are of good report. He says, think on these things. Think on those things. Think. Just take time and just think. He says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if they have any, and if there be any, praise. Think on these things. Let me surprise you. Next verse. 
those things which you have both learned and received and had and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you. The God of peace will be with you. If you want peace in your life, think on those things. Just think on those things. Wake up in the morning and just see yourself in the best house, driving the best car. Making the lame walk, opening blind eyes, and the God of peace. Some people wake up, they want to know whether they sent some things. They go to prophets like they have gone to witch doctors. The only difference is there on his judge and this one is prophet. Man of God, what do you see? And then someone narrates a story. You know, Apostle, I was surprised. The Lord revealed how many things my uncle had done. And some of those people, just to be a bit comic, I also tell them, even me, I'm surprised. Jesus walked on water. And the God of peace. This is what happens. Do you want to attract a God who comes with peace? Think a certain way. Pattern to think a certain way. Tell you never grow up. Let's go back to 1 Corinthians 2. He says, but on the contrary, as the scripture says, what I has not seen, uh-huh, ear has not had and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obey him and gratefully recognizing the benefits. They gratefully recognize the benefits. Oh, I wish I could open my heart and somebody sees what's inside. You realize that all of you in this building are just a total sum. There's a person right now thinking, where am I going to get a job? Where am I going to get a car? My DVD player, my mobile, my, 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 my. But there's another guy somewhere. He's saying, I'm raising a generation. I'm making the lame walk. I'm opening blind eyes. I'm the richest in our family. Come on, somebody. I'm bigger than all my relatives. In the name of Jesus. There's a guy thinking that way. I'm the God of peace. And the God of peace. That's the place where he crushes the devil shortly. Shortly. Says that your trials don't become longer. You have flu for two seconds. Ah, you don't understand what I'm saying. There's a lady. She called me and told me, Apostle. She put her leg there and said, Every man of God in Kampala has prayed for this leg. You get that kind of scare, eh? I said, what do you mean? Ah, you don't understand. I said, every man in Kampala has prayed for this leg. I even paid. But my leg has failed to get to order. I told her, where did you waste money? I told her, come. I told her, wait, I didn't even pray for her. Jesus, I asked you to come from heaven. No, no, no. My business was with the leg. I told you, leg, get in order and in line. The leg got in order and in line. It's time. She had traveled nations for what? What? I get to the colleague, I put it in order. She said, My God, I've seen men of God. I have seen, but this man of God, he didn't even ask for money. I said, Hey, are you hearing me? There is a certain understanding of God certain Christians have, and it's wrong. 
Praise the Lord. Now, that particular point, whether it has spent how many years, I know a certain peace that is with me. I know it. You know, it's beautiful when you can sort something in one day that could take a man 20 years. It's so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. There's even a lady who attended the first funeral here. She came with a bleeding issue. She entered the funeral. It stopped from that day. Now, for you, some of the, those things you think you have gone through so long, I swear, they're changing tonight. Not next week, tonight. Some of you think some things are complicated. Uh, 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 uh. You're going to realize that we are with the God of peace. Let's continue. We're in 1 Corinthians. Huh. Then first says, yet to us, the Bible says, God has unveiled and revealed those things by and through his spirit. So, to us, eh, me and you Christians, we carry the revelation of what no man has seen. We carry a revelation of what no ear has heard. We carry a revelation of what has not entered the hearts of a man. You see, by the time you start to put something in his heart and he says, "Uh -uh, it can't happen, for you already have a revelation of it. Have you ever seen a lame man walking? Eh? I have seen that. I'm not talking of that. Have you ever seen a dead man raised? I have seen. Had. He has had. I'm not talking of that. That one is already gone. Simanya, he won a million dollars. That one. Now that I've said it, it has also passed. He has had. Some of you, when they open your eyes, a man would run mad because the things in your spirit, no language can explain. No language. No language can explain why they are so deep. They are so deep. No, you think about it. The Bible has said, eye has not seen. Ear has not had. What is inside you? Even if you tell it to a man, he'll tell you, you're crazy. Simanya, this man preached and then 10,000 people got healed. Now that you've heard that one, it has passed. Okay, let me tell you what's in my heart. I'm passing through the wall. That one has also passed. Because it has settled. Yeah, that was on Spirit of Fame. A guy's tooth grew back. <laughs> on radio when he was hearing. Now that you've heard that one, that one has also passed. <laughs> Who is the richest man you know? Bill Gates. That one has also passed now. <laughs> Eye has not seen. Ear has not heard. Has not entered the hearts. That means the dead men see it. They want to first see and see and try to hear and try to put it in their heart. They will have a contention to settle what's on you. Men will fight in their spirit to confirm that it is actually you. Nenga, it is you. Some people will come to just touch you and say, is it him? Is he a ghost or is she normal? Is she really from Uganda? Did she eat the food I eat? Does she drink the... Oh, oh. I has not seen. Eh. Now, stop those small one million shilling deals. I am doing two million dollars. Shut up, child of God. He says, you shall learn to... Now that that one has entered ears, that one has also passed. My God, you're going to lend mass to Peter Pluto? Ah, now that you've had that one, that one has also passed. That's why when the psalmist is walking, he says, oh, I have seen the end of all perfection. But the word of God is still broader. He was taken to anything that could be defined perfect. 
And after seeing all perfection, the Lord told him, uh-uh, there's a depth deeper than perfection. That's why the Bible says his knowledge breaks all depths. Let's continue. For I has not seen, he has not heard, has not entered the hearts of men. Uh-huh. Yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently. Listen to what it does. Exploring and examining everything. Even sounding the profound and bottomless things. The bottomless things of God. There are things in God which don't have a bottom. If you go deep, you just launch deeper. If you feel you're reaching the bottom, you just launch deeper. Why? Because they're bottomless. I love the way the Amplified said it. When the Amplified went to the profound, that means the strong, the big, deep stuff, and bottomless, you realize he did not speak, he did not voice, he sounded. He sounded. He says that it may be many voices in the world, but there's none without significance. That's okay. But he said, if you know not the distinction of these things, even the things without life, the Bible says, have a distinction in sound. It's okay if there are many voices. But he's saying, even in those voices, they are sounds. And he's saying that even the things without life, the Bible says, they have what? Sound. For the Bible says, for if the trumpet giveth an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? Who? Because those things that don't have life have sound. Sound. Now, when we're talking about sound, we're just talking about more deeper than just saying in simple words. You see, when you get into the bottomless things of God, human language can't explain these things. Your level of depth, you understand, is your adaptability and mutation. You understand? By the graces of God, only to explain what is given by his grace to the lives of men. That's why the life of communion with a man of God, truly, that he sees and communes in these depths. He can only share only that which is Rema. And just enough for the man whose insights can bear. That's why when he's speaking to the normal people, he says, to the simple I spoke simple. To the weak I spoke weak. I became all things that I might serve some. He tries to speak wisdom. He gets to a point and realizes, no, this one is immature. He speaks plain. Then he gets to a deep man and he says, how be it now to the mature? We impart this wisdom. At the point where now when he's ministering to a mature Christian, he doesn't need to preach a whole sermon. He just needs to impart. There's a spiritual thing. Are you hearing me? There's a spiritual thing that can be shed off in a man's spirit by reason of ministration. And then that's when you realize that your first primary levels of ministration is when you have to speak everything by wisdom. But the secondary levels of communication is when you commend yourself to the consciences of men by impartation. You impart in the spirit without speech. And he knows that there is a wise man who can get this thing inside his spirit without necessarily speaking too much. So he says one white way wise. Is enough. Because there's a wisdom that doesn't need you to explain something for 20 hours to get it. A man just makes one statement and you feel three sermons have just come in your head. Why? Because he's not speaking only to the level and speed of your flesh. For the flesh profiteth nothing but the spirit. The Bible says quickness. And if you will never get perfected in the manifold wisdoms of God eternally, 
you will never function in the entity of faith on the earth. That's why many people don't have results. Because their functions of faith are not after true knowledge. They're after vain junglings and the craftinesses of men. The Bible says they have eaten meats wherein they have not profited them that are in them. You hear someone's every day. You're ever learning but never coming to the knowledge. How be it that you're always in the presence of God and you're the most attacked Christian? How be it? How be it? Many years ago, I was uh, counseling a certain lady and then one time she came and told me, I don't know what's wrong with my husband. I told her why. This man, he comes back every day at 4 a.m. This man, he doesn't care. This man, he doesn't do this. This man, he doesn't do that. He doesn't. She spoke a lot. He got a. She says, but he got a headache. He got a second wife, right? He comes back at four. She cried. She cried. She cried. She was buried. I prayed for her. She got a child. She cried. The guy was sleeping, you know, being funny. Then one time she finds me a few days and says, Musumba, I'm tired. No. I told her. This might be so hard for you to believe, but you'll understand what I'm saying in one week. Okay? He's sorted. I just said he is sorted. Three words. He is sorted. But by the time I'm speaking that, I know I've said what certain things in the man's head. Because I'm past the level of explaining everything I must send to Sindika, Amafuta, to Sindika, Bamalaika, to see. <laughs> We send forth angels. We send forth spiritual arrows. Spiritual word. A man just says, it is finished. And the arrows know where to go. She told me from that day, the man has never slept out. And after like three months, he married her. Happy living. Thereafter. That's what I'm trying to say. You sought that guy tonight. 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 You just find him when he's sleeping. You tell him, Oterede. Come on, somebody! Your boss annoys you. You go in the spiritual mat night. Where he's not, you just lock up the room and say, Jackson Mvaku. The next day in the morning, he doesn't even see you. He's just passing. You don't know what you did to him. <laughs> oh! Why? Because a canon man cannot fight with a man who knows bottomless things. He's too cannot to fight you. They are too cannot to bewitch you. Oh! She's too cannot to cook with you. You don't understand. She's too cannot to share a man with you. Too cannot. They are too cannot to deny your promotion. I mean, they are too cannot to deny your. They are too cannot. To deny your prayer. He's too carnal not to sign on your papers. You must understand where you are. You're walking with someone who knows the profound and bottomless things. Sounding them. The Bible says the hidden counsels and the things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. Things a man can't scrutinize. They're inside you. Ah. You carry divine counsels. Not the opinion of the executive committee of your company. No. Divine counsels. But you got past the place where you need human language to explain these things. So when the spirit came, profound and bottomless, he just sounded them in your spirit. Next verse. 
And that's why he says, for what person perceives, knows and understands what passes through a man's thoughts except a man's own spirit within him. Just so no one discerns, comes to know and comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit. Now the guy who knows entirely the whole God is inside you. You're past wanting to know. He's inside you. Let's continue. Now, we've not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit, who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God. Give me the message version of that. He says, but he lets us in on it. God offers a full report on the gifts of life and salvation that he's giving us. As in, God is in your life to just give you a full report. I don't know if you understand. I gave you a house in Miami, Florida. I gave you another house in Munyonyo. <laughs> ah! You're just receiving reports. Your company in Berlin is increasing. Profits in your Russian company have tripled. Your wife is getting pregnant next month. They are going to promote you on uh, June 4th. It will be a Saturday. They'll send you an email. And there's a man hearing. Teach us to number our days that we might apply our hearts unto your wisdom. That's what the psalmist says. Let's continue. Now, we don't have to rely on the world's guesses. And opinions. You pass the level of guessing eh? over his mind. Over his... I have a feeling I'll get that job. Shut up, darling. Of course, the job is yours. Of course, the business is yours. Of course, the ministry is increasing. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Of course. Now, what surprises you? I see you like you're the richest guy around Kampala or Uganda, and then I get surprised. What did you expect? Now, the Bible says, we didn't learn this by reading books or going to school. The Bible says, we learned it from God, who taught us person to person through Jesus, and we're passing it on to you in the same way. First hand, personal way. Give me the amplified version of the same verse. And we are setting these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit. That's when I was like, God, are there words taught by the human wisdom and there are also words taught by the Holy Spirit? That means the words of the Spirit are different from the words of human wisdom. Eh? What is he saying? I don't want to get to your level. Come on, somebody. I'm sorry. It's not pride. So we are. And that's when I realized, oh, oh, the language of the spirit. It's different from the language of. So when God says, let there be light. You know God is spirit. 
There's a way he says, let there be light. He doesn't say it the way you human wisdom. No, he's trying to explain to you that in human wisdom, he said something like that. But in the spirit, it sounded like, Hagrikalando list. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? When you're driving and your car runs out of fuel, you don't say, where is the next fuel station? You don't say, Carabrile, Lando, Leste, Raba, Chile, Que Prolode, La Case. The guy says, you're stupid. You tell him, Raba, La Cande, Leste. Solo Broco, La Balaste. Prolanda, La Leucoste. You don't have brains. Look at Quiramandole, Sile Proste. Sile, Kele, Bralandole. But in the other hand, you're telling him, you're getting born again, brother. You're getting born again. You're getting born again. You cannot abuse me and go away with it. One time we're preaching somewhere with a friend called Richard. And then we got to Ginger Road. It was about 7 p.m. But from Waise, we're going to Mukono. Back in those days, my campus. So the taxis were scarce. No riot, really, but they were just scarce around Ginger Road. As taxi comes. It's like motor combat. Eh? Eh? And there's a way man of God can't look like. It's not pride. So the men fought. They entered. Second taxi came. They fought. I said, uh-uh. Holy Ghost, I cannot enter this kind of taxi. So my friend Richard said, what are we going to do? I just did like this. He said, then I stood like this. I told him, wait. The taxi came and the Lord blinded the whole stage. It didn't stand besides the stage. It stood right in the middle where all the taxis stand. It just stopped. And then the guy said, Mukono set up and he opened. I told Richard, he was waiting to see people fight. Nobody got to that taxi. I told Richard, I think you understand what's happening. Then we sat. Boy, the guy closed. He picked the rest of the people. I said, now this thing, mama, mama. Simanya, you're going for an interview. Oh, 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 before you enter the interview, there are two cannot to refuse you. Oh, before you enter that interview room, you start to say, Rabakasetele, Soprokotele Parala. Then you enter the interview room, and the man just said, I like this guy. Before you even say anything, I like you. I like you. Do you want a job? I like you. You don't know why. But, uh, 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 wisdom <laughs> that is not in human understanding. First impression. The moment something comes in your spirit and the guy says, hey, we are sorry. You have cancer. Understand. You need a certain language. What do you mean, Carabalandelesa? Solo Brosta Lacaya. Mare Brosta Lebra Carante. Tell your neighbor, I'm a spirit. I think like a spirit. I talk like a spirit. I function like a spirit. No kind of man can fail me. No man carnally can chase you off your job. So the Bible says, we are setting these truths forth in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Holy Ghost, combining and interpreting spiritual truths with spiritual language. 
to those who possess the Holy Spirit. And if you don't possess the Holy Spirit, I swear you don't understand anything that I'm saying. Because we're combining spiritual truths with a spiritual language. We have a language. I said we have a certain language that causes things to hear us. I mean hear us. I was telling people a story once. You know, I have this earpiece microphone, eh? small thing like this. So I was dressing it at the church one time, and I was just dressing, putting it on. And then the sponge fell, like a small sponge. So I look for the sponge, I fail to see it. I tell Asha here, go and tell Sam to send me another sponge. Sam sends me another sponge. The sponge that was here also fell, the second one, before I entered church. I said, now no. No, 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 no. I told Sam, send another sponge. He sent another sponge, the third one. I put it on, I preached. Now, when I finished service, I put it, went into the car, started driving. While I reached Satan, the spirit of the Lord tells me, now you can just a sponge just fall off your mic like that. It is normal. People get accidents. No, me, I don't get accidents normally. What's the get my opinion about normal is testimony. Me, that's my definition of it. If you have yours, I'm sorry. So my sponge fell. I reached Satan, and then my spirit told me this was not right. So I said, Devil, I can forgive you for the first sponge, but I can't forgive you for the second sponge. You know, I have mercy sometimes. The Lord is my witness. I said, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Second sponge, I want to find you where I'm going. And I want to find you where I can see. I reached home in my bedroom. I changed clothes. As I went to the bathroom like this, next to my sink, the sponge was there. I even brought it. I told Sam, here is the sponge. He said, what, Papa? Why? I told the sponge, you don't understand what I'm trying to tell you. What are you saying? Come on, wear it. How can something just get lost on you? Busimanya my shirt got lost. Tell it njagala kusanga when kulabida. Says that your shirt can come like Ooh. they don't understand English. But there's a certain language that can bring back your money, it can bring back your stolen words, it can bring back your command, it can bring back your wife, it can bring back everything. It's called language of the spirit. Let's go. Next line. He says, but the natural man, non-spiritual man, does not accept what we are Oh, welcome. Oh, admit into his heart the gifts and teachings and revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are folly, meaningless nonsense to him. And he is incapable. No, it doesn't mean he doesn't want to. No, he's just incapable. The Bible says he's incapable of knowing them, of progressively recognizing, understanding, and becoming better acquainted with them because they are spiritually designed and estimated and appreciated. Next verse. But the spiritual man tries all things. Are you hearing me? He examines, investigates, inquires, questions, designs all things. Yet he himself, to be put on trial and judged by one, he can read the meaning of everything that no one can properly discern or appraise, or get an insight of him. Or watch together. 
You can understand what they are planning to plot on you, but they can't understand what you're planning to plot. You can understand who wants to kill you, but they can't understand when you want to release them. You can understand everything they're doing, but they can't understand what you're doing. So, accept it in your heart. You're different. That's why when a man comes and I realize he's carnal, he doesn't speak tongues, and he says, we are going to fire you, I don't shake. Because my definition of fire is different. One time somebody started, I said, I post you. You was posted three months. Next day, not even next week, no. Next day, posted three months. Uh-uh. Kind of spiritual. Now your neighbor says, I'm taking you to court. Come on. You have a human court. May I have a spiritual court? I just go there and I say, Father, Father, I have had your grace. Now the canon man, Peter, state your case. One man about dating. <laughs> and the Lord says, Pardon me. One man, pardon me. One man, pardon me. I don't understand what you say. Listen, no man canon will beat you at anything. No man who is carnal will beat you at wisdom. No man who is carnal will beat you at knowledge. No man who is carnal will beat you at glory. His cannot happen. Somebody say, I'm wise. Say it, I'm wise. I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my body. You see, listen, God is deep, but he's also bottomless. He doesn't have an end. And you've received of the spirit that gives you endless. How can you say, today I don't have a sermon? <laughs> How can you say, Revelation? You know, sometimes when the word comes, I preach. Oh, out of Luke, the Bible says, shall flow rivers, gushes of water. Every time I am wired. I can speak mischief in a second. Why? Because I speak from a bottomless source. I want to deliver a man who has not yet understood the distinctions of revelation. Revelation does not seek to work with a man who is acquainting himself with just adopting truths as the excitement baffle up in his soul because he landed on spoil. That's for the psalmist. You're deeper. The distinctions of revelation are to a man who understands he has received he that carries the most profound and bottomless things. And out of that faith, he opens his mouth that the scriptures might come true. That I open my mouth and he filleth it with great things. That everything you're speaking is not just mere words. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He says, I shall pour my spirit on your seed. Luke 8, 11 says that the seed is a word. He wants to pour an anointing on every word you say. That when you get in office and say, this office is blessed, it comes with dunamis to create every available situation for the office to be blessed. When he wakes up in the morning and says, I must sign this deal. No demon in hell, no scheme of man, no level of witchcraft, no level of nothing can stand in that man's way. Why? Because he is comparing spiritual things with spiritual language. He's not just saying I'm a success. No. 
He knows he's a success. The realms of that man do not function. Don't get me wrong. They don't function just by the end results of the things that manifest in that man's life. That's even an understatement. There are things in the spirit that don't even need manifestation that will satisfy a man's soul. Why? Because he has stumbled on things that are just too deep to seek any form of satisfaction because his definition of hunger is different from your definition of hunger. Your definition of hunger is in vanities. I hunger for a good car. I hunger for a good house. I hunger for a husband. I hunger for a good business. That's your level. But when that man is in a level where he can't hunger for vanities, he even forgets to move with money. Not because he doesn't need money where he's going, no. But because he knows he can make a coin out of a fish. He's meditating. Peter, go in the mouth of a fish and get enough for you and me. And Peter can't go thinking, will I find? No. The language of that spirit has coined a coin. Wherever that man goes, you realize he just bumps into abundance. Why? Because he is manifesting what creation has grown for. Creation is not groaning for the identification of the sons of God. He knows you are a child of God. Creation is just groaning for the manifestation. And that's why when he gave you the gospel, he says, you shall preach this gospel and to all the creatures of the world. The Greek word there for creatures is laws, things created by God, things made by man, and any ordinance in the world. He said, you shall preach. The word there for preaching is teming. So even the chair you come to sit on, it must have a conscience this morning that you're coming. You see, the Bible says tomorrow has its own to worry. The shoes you're putting on tomorrow, they're already saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. If you have one pair, get born again. Get born again. When he said that tomorrow has its own to worry. Eh? Today is 21. 28. 29th is already worried. What is Rita going to eat? What is Rita going to eat? Which car is she going to travel? Are the tires okay? And you're also... Ah, we are praying for Johnny Masses. <laughs> Does he need to give you mercy to travel? When I hear Christian pray for Johnny Masses. I would want to ask Philip, what did he pray for? Flight master. <laughs> Listen, I am so convinced. So, right now, everything is ready. The places of ministration begin by preaching to everything around you. That everything around you cannot disobey. If your watch should stop, it will stop when it has left your hand. Not when it's on. Not because it's feeling blood, no. But because it's next to so way. It is so near the way to die. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? If your clothes should burn, it should burn off you, not on you. It, 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 you can't... Ah, no! How? The Bible says, can a man have fire in his bosom and his clothes not burn? God has said this thing inside you, even when it starts to burn like this, even your clothes. They gave my shirt one time to a girl to iron. The demon hit her. Boom! Then says, is it a twizzle Is it Why? Because this thing... <laughs> I was in Ghana one time and I told these guys I was in a conference in Ghana. Then there were six guys I said that. Ah. I was trying to explain the excellences of his knowledge. I told them, 
the Bible says, aprons and hankies left. Well, I said, is anyone sick? I put my hanky. person got healed instantly. I said, is anyone sick? They brought guys. Then there was a guy who was an unbeliever. He was hired to play a piano. You get? But his bones of the back, the discs were funny. So I told him, stand there. I put my shadow like this. And then I said, everywhere I passed, poop, poop, poop. They were healed instantly. And then after I finished the shadow issue, I put it there. I said, now is anyone sick? Said yes. Another one, eh? Be healed. That one also got healed. Now, I wanted to show them that we are past the level of Paul, Peter, Simanyabichi. We are past <laughs> Some of you, you'll just sit in a taxi and a tumor disappears. Not because you prayed, but you understand that it is from glory to glory. Oh! Now, how can a tumor disappear in a man because I came next to him and it grows in my body? A saga. So everything around you right now as I'm speaking, it is getting aligned. Everything in your life is getting aligned. Tomorrow you're going to sit in your shop and you'll just see customers coming. They're like on remote control. Not because you want them to come. No. You attract. You arrested a certain thing. Lastly, I went to London College one time. So when I reached London College, I enter London College building and I find only 11 students in the room. I asked Jehovah God, did you call me to preach to 11 students? The Holy Spirit told me no. Then I asked him, so what should I do? He asked me, oh, you what do you want to do? Because to me, I know when the Spirit wants to serve my occasion. I don't waste time. I just think of something a bit wild. You get what I'm trying to tell you? So in that realm, I said, God, I'm going to release an anointing on these guys. And I'll command them to bring everyone in I want. So they called me on the pulpit. I asked them, how many of you are born again? Ten raised and one guy who is not born again. Been raised. I tell them, okay, you stay. You ten. Right now in the name of Jesus. Go out of this room. Touch everyone and just tell them, follow me. And in five minutes, I want you back. The ten obeyed. They'll just go on campus and just say, follow me, follow me. Everyone they touched just came like... <laughs> In five minutes, I didn't have anywhere to stand. Five minutes, I didn't have anywhere to stand. Because one child went out and she touched the guy and said, follow me. And then it worked. She came back and screamed, it's working. Then she went back out. <laughs> follow me, 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 By the time we were through, we even put out the chairs. Because we didn't have space. We preached the gospel, released the anointing on London College. It hit them from six, seven. Eight. There was a celebrated girl called Lady Gaga. It hit her the most. Lady Gaga got born again that night. Lady Gaga's laughter is what woke them up the next morning. She slept in the Holy Ghost the next morning. 5 a.m. Then the anointing hit the royal dormitory. And I'll tell you the truth. That's how I call money. That's how I call Micah. That's how I call clothes. That's how I call everything. Go money will be eaten. Then Peter went. He says, and this shall follow. It's working. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number 41 466 
4291 or email us at at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero, make manifest.